Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined from his beautiful home, our good buddy, John. Pull up a stool, buddy. How you doing? I'm going to pull up a dental chair. How about that? Oh, jeez. You poor dude, yeah. I feel your pain, John, like we cried about for 20 minutes before we started this show. You poor thing. Mm-hmm. I hate dental. Hate, hate, hate dental pain. Yeah, that one's very frustrating. So, yeah, it's right there at your head, so... Yeah, I started the pain on Thursday, and I, I just think, I mean, it's one thing when I when I drove a truck, you know, if I trash the truck, usually I'm only going to hurt myself or something, yeah. but I got 70 people on my bus, yeah. so, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable being in that much pain driving people around, so, uh, I'm taking a couple of days off for it, so, until it gets fixed. Yeah, plus you said you got a cold, so. Yeah, 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 we're a mess. Oh, everybody, my brother, my poor brother got COVID again, COVID, his wife got COVID, a bunch of people going around, it's, it's just, we should just call it the COVID cold now, I mean, some people get it worse, I'm not trying to undermine it or whatever, but for the most part, uh, half the people I know don't even test anymore. Yeah, well, that's the thing, I, I mean, I, I, that's what I figured a long time ago when COVID was out, is that at some point it'll it'll get so um muted and and everybody will have had it at one time that as it goes on it's just going to be in a lesser and lesser strain i know like you said people still can get really sick from it yeah yeah but but at this point i think it's a lot like the common cold and it's just something that you're gonna have to everybody's gonna have it sooner or later and you'll just go through it and then it'll be done like i feel it's to this point and i know judith will correct me if i state this wrong but I feel like it's to the point now where if if you have underlying conditions, like if you had heart and lung problems and you got bronchitis, you got to worry about it or pneumonia. It's the same deal as that now. Yeah. You know, if you're okay, you should be okay. Take your meds, get through it, blah, blah, blah. And like I said, I've gotten it a few times. The three times I got it, I wouldn't even know when I had it because I thought it was allergies or 
the one time I just had a runny nose. I didn't even, and I was working out in the cold all day, but it was my, I was just a little sniffly and stuff. So we tested all the time and I had COVID then. I had to stay home for the week. So I've had COVID right. like five times, John. So two of them, the one time was really bad. Another time was a little uncomfortable. Three was, I thought they were normal colds and didn't, or didn't even know I had it. And I love the people that, That'll tell you they never, if you, unless you have lived in a cave or have never left your home, you have had it. I, I don't care. I have people tell me they haven't had it. And I know friends of mine and all that'll tell me the same thing. They've had colds, they've been sick, and they never test. They refuse to test because they want to say that because they got the shot, they never got it. I'm sorry. Everybody I know that have tested who's had the shot has gotten COVID. And, but we haven't gotten sick. I'm not saying the shot's not a good thing. It is a good thing. If you want it, take it. I've had it three times. The point is, if you went out in society, you've had COVID. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, you could have had no, because some people, my, I've had friends that had it, like we talked about, had zero symptoms. that got sent home from jobs and they fought with it. And they made them test them again because they didn't believe they had it. And they retested. They, they stopped at the facility to get the real test. And they were pissed off because they were sent home from work because they were told they were positive because other people had it around them. You know what I mean? So unless you live alone, you've you've had it in my opinion. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it's like the common cold now. Yep. So it's something that we just have to grow accustomed to, and we're going to deal with it for the for the foreseeable future. So it's just another another flu, another cold out there. Yeah. No. Uh, so anyhow, I hope you feel better, Johnny. I hope my my brother's actually on the mend, and we have had other friends that had it, so I hope everybody's on the mend right now. I mean, I have a bunch of people I've known that got a new wave of it, John. I, I, I think me and Brent, I don't even know, a couple weeks ago, I was feeling down. I didn't test that time. I think I, I could have had it again. Who the hell knows? I could have had it 10 times if I'd have tested all the time. Right, right. <laughs> you know, that's how I feel about this now. But... Anyhow, I hope you're feeling better. I hope everything works out. And I appreciate you hopping on to listen to me because I'm sure me in your ear is not helping your you men, John. <laughs> your, your bedside manner. Yes, yeah. Indeed. I'm sure I'm not the best thing for this <laughs> thing you got going on with you, John. But, yeah, Flower and Garden's in full bloom down there, John. And it's starting to get stay lighter later. March 10th, we go back. We get our time back, John. Daylight oh, saving time. I mean, I, I like the change, but I hate when it springs ahead. Yeah, that you know, you lose an hour of sleep. So, but oh well. Yeah, I just go to bed at three on that Sunday, John. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Hey, no football, why not? I hate it, but dude, I loved it. It's it's that way now, but I hate driving in in the dark and driving home in the dark. It's very depressing. Yeah. You feel like you have no life. You know what I'm saying? It's. It's nice to come home and the sun's out and you, and you can hang out and do. You feel like you, it's still daytime, but when you come home and it's dark, you I'm ready for bed, dude. So, uh, yeah. me and Brenda's been kicking around. I'm still trying to figure out when we're coming down to see you, Johnny. All right. All right. Well, well, well our your way here. Our friends over there, the Grim Grinning guys, they just did a guys trip, which sounded pretty interesting. It was it was really cool. They stayed over at Caribbean Beach, and they said they ate at that Sebastian's Bistro, and it was yeah. really really good. And that's a buffet style. I think 
think they said it's $38 plus tax. Have you tried the uh, Sebastian's Bistro yet? No, I haven't, but Evan and his wife ate there the last time they were down. I don't know if they did it again this time. Uh, and and I, I kept trying to run into him, but I, we didn't get a chance to hook up last week. You told me something about avoiding him. Oh, I I, I didn't mean to oh, say yeah, that on here. I'm sorry about that. Go ahead, John. Yeah, yeah. He's lying, by the way, Evan. I so, know. But he knows it, I am. Any, anyway, um, I don't know if they ate there this time, but they were at Caribbean Beach, so probably. But, yeah, he said it was – he also said it was really good and – and for the for the price, not bad at all. So yeah, they really enjoyed it too. So yeah, they said something about the guy from, and I could be wrong. I listened to the show a few days ago, but the guy that worked over with the head chef from the Poly over at Ohana now is the head chef there. Really? Okay. So, trying to bring up the menu here real quick, but they said it was really good. It was thirty eight dollars uh, plus tax and gratuity, but. And they said they loved staying at Caribbean Beach because of the Skyliner and all that. They enjoyed it. They went down a bunch of the guys. It sounded like a fun trip. It sounded like they had a good time. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's all, um, I think it's moho pork and some stuff like that. So, yeah, from what everybody, I think it's got pretty good reviews, too. So. I mean, I don't know. They were talking about something about Jim standing in his underwear. And uh, the other one could uh take a bath in this uh they have some onion jam at the sebastian's bistro so okay. jim's standing in his underwear in the door for, for some reason and and the other one wants to take a bath in onion jam but besides that it was a great episode john <laughs> uh sebastian's bistro here we are yeah it's uh yeah 38 dollars okay and kids ages three to nine is twenty, which for Disney that's cheap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, so and then they have enhancements if you want to add on, like you could get a fried coconut shrimp for ten dollars, uh, seafood escabeche for fifteen dollars, and a crab and fish cake for thirteen dollars, or a tropical mango slaw, and. Uh, key lime dressings or uh, uh, guacamole aioli I was looking at appetizers they got a they have dinner rolls and spice necklace salad it's called a spice necklace salad mixed okay. greens and kale with candy pumpkin seeds grilled pineapples orange roasted walnuts tropical fruit and radish with key lime dressing that sounds interesting sounds good to me about you yeah yeah that not sound bad nah John, your favorite plant space. They got plant based house baked rolls, spice necklace salad, and then harvest of the Caribbean. It's an impossible kebab, John. You in for that? I'm we're gonna skip. I'm trying to see what the entrees here. Impossible kebab. What a waste of time. Just give me a vegetable kebab. I don't need fake meat. No, I hear you. They have oven roasted citrus chicken, slow cooked moho pork with mango sambal. Grilled chili rubbed beef with mo mojito relish and sustainable baked fish in a Veracruz Vera sauce. So, and then they got a bunch of, you know, uh, they got a couple of pineapple bread pudding and, and a couple of desserts. And then your normal beverages, some non-alcohol, especially cocktails. They got your beer here, John, and they don't have a Jay Ajido. They get a pale lager, an amber lager, a wheat ale, amber ale, pale ale. So, 
anyhow they were really they really enjoyed it so i just wanted to put it out there i mean i haven't tried sebastian's bistro yet but I might uh, pop over and try that. Brenda and me, Brenda was also talking about, was, I remember I told you I want to stay at French Quarter? She was yeah. talking about staying over at Coronado this next trip. So we're bouncing stuff around. We talked about Animal Kingdom Lodge again. And I'll tell you what, the Swan and Dolphin has been, things must be a little slow over there. They got prices as low as a buck. Rooms that were $370 are down to like a buck eighty-five a night. Which, for yeah. that area, that's good a buck 85 a night yeah yeah that's probably what you're gonna say french quarter close to it again. yes exactly so i'm gonna be looking into swan and dolphin because i love that i love that resort myself i just wish i could get a date with the way work is it's gonna be one of those yeah i wish i could get a date i like having like i might book some just to book it to say i have it but i don't know i uh most of my trips in my lifetime anyway have been by the seat of my pants you know that johnny by being on the show and listening to the show how many times have i have no idea when i'm coming and then two three weeks later i'm on my Bingo, way bamo and you're ready to go <laughs> yeah like, so well, i can't get a time off that quick yeah See, you, you you got to take advantage of when you get time off yep. and i have to plan months in advance to yep. be able to have the time off so yeah me and brenda like brenda has to be uh very easy with that too as far as because i never know when i'm off yeah yeah unless i slice my thumb open or something like that and we just go away because i got hurt <laughs> yeah well see the and, like that yeah, one trip the, uh if if you do come down and and uh i could always call in sick but then i can't go to the park so yeah that <laughs> sucks. Know, it wouldn't work anyway so yeah. yeah well we usually try to get hopefully the one day or two you can meet up with us is what we're hoping for you can get we're hoping that we can plan far enough out where you can get a day down there yeah 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 maybe you can get a sunday or something but yeah right now we've got three days in september for the riviera um so me and lisa are gonna try to at least plan on that if we can't get anything bigger so but uh I don't know the the way that everything's going. Three days might be all I can handle anymore. Anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. And then uh, we're gonna plan that. But that, yeah, if we're staying at Riviera, Sebastian's is right around the corner. So that might be uh, an uh, ideal dinner for us one night. Oh, absolutely. For that and that price ain't bad at all. Not for Disney. No, no. Was, uh, I took Brenda and Mom because Brenda's birthday was Friday, so I took her out for dinner yesterday. Happy birthday. Yeah, she'll, I'll tell her and she'll say thank you very much, John. And what, what uh, is she now? What is she now? Twenty-eight. Dude, the big three zero. Okay, all right. Big three zero, dude. It's a shame she's married to a, the guy's the big six zero, and she's married a girl half my age, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know all those big wig Hollywood stars have nothing on me, John. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But uh. The uh, we took her out. I took her out to the lake house, and the four of us—me, mom, and and uh, Donna, Brenda's sister, Donna—the four of us. I mean, we went out to an early dinner, and it was still. Uh, I think I dropped like two fifty yesterday for four of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you. I mean, you said lake house is like. Yeah, that's a fancy joint. That's not yeah, going to. But to. But I will yeah, say, I mom know. got the whiskey bourbon. Uh, burger because she loves cheeseburgers that was only 17 bucks 
Okay. I mean, we got a couple appetizers, we got a couple drinks, but I'm just saying, by the time you tip and everything else yeah. like that, you know, it was a, it was a, uh, I, yeah, I think it was either two thirty or two fifty in that range is where it was, John. So you know yeah, what I'm saying? It's up, like it's not cheap. Quick, doesn't it? Yeah, not cheap. Because also, I don't even think it, I don't even think because we're way over twenty percent when I tip if the waiter's good, but I don't even think eighteen or twenty percent gratuity is even livable with. The, the the way the economy is right now. How come gratuity is the only thing that hasn't gone up? Now I will say, me and you've talked about this. I do get annoyed by everywhere you go, they want to tip for stuff that you're even doing the work for. So yeah, I mean, yeah, everywhere you go now, and and I've never understood why. And, and I'm not talking about waiters, waitresses, and bartenders because mm-hmm. they make less money than yes. than other people, and we all know that. Yes, I, I'm not talking about those, but I'm talking about like a barista at Starbucks. Why do they deserve a tip, but the fast food worker at McDonald's doesn't? Exactly. I mean, what, is, what are they doing so much harder at, at, at uh, Starbucks than they're doing it? And now uh, my local Pizza Hut, they've got a tip jar. Well, and, and not for the drivers. No, the drivers make less money. I understand mm. that. The, you, you tip a driver when they bring you a pizza. But if you're at the counter, what, what, what are you going to tip for being at the counter? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Seriously, if if that's the case, then put out a tip jar every frigging where. I mean, let McDonald's and Circle K employees and and uh, the people at Burger King take tips too. I suppose. I mean, hell. So. Well, I loved it the other day. There was a TikTok video, or whatever I watched. It was from a few days ago, and this pizza guy was delivering like uh, eight pizzas or something to somebody's house for a party, and the woman refused to tip him. And she goes, "I paid a delivery fee." Well, the delivery fee ain't a tip. I'm sorry. They're yeah, charging the delivery store. fee now yeah. for gas and everything else. Like, if you if you if, it, if you don't want, that's the delivery fee. It ain't the tip. And the guy's going, "I'm you're not getting the pizza." She goes, "You're gonna get fired." He goes, "I don't give a crap." He goes, "I'll get fired." <laughs> he goes, "I am not bringing these." Eight. She refused to tip him. She was not. T- she didn't tip him. He took all the pizzas back. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> I loved it. And she's she's so screaming at him. And dude. They're in this house, and I'm not even trying to be smart. There's, like, cars that are more than that guy's ever made in the driveway. You understand? It just just so wrong. And, and again, and I'll be quite honest with you, and I can say this with all sincerity. I've never, ever, because I've gotten arguments with other people, friends of mine that we do work with or ever. I can promise you. And my wife could even swear on it with you. I have never pulled up to somebody's house and looked at a job and gave a price depending on what they look like as far as charge anybody more because of the means they had. I always want to be a fair person. Now, I have to admit, I have done favors for people that don't have any means, if that makes sense to you, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. I've seen, you know, I've gone to mother's houses, I have two, three kids that had a water leak or something like that, that it was a pretty easy fix that... I know they're struggling because I know who they are from somebody else, and I have said, don't worry about it. Or I just took the parts money. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've never gone up and seen a Mercedes or or a Lexus or something like that or Porsche in somebody's driveway and charge them more because I don't know how overextended they are, blah, blah, blah. So I'm not trying to judge (laughs) like that. But the point is, if you're going to order eight pizzas and the guy gets them there on time and does everything he's supposed to and you're refusing the tip, that's just low. That's wrong to me. I mean... yeah. A delivery charge is the company charge. That guy, that driver is not like they think that driver is definitely getting that. No, no, that that's the company charging for that because they get to pay. 
they're gonna pay higher insurance rates to have all these deliver nobody thinks about that they got other expenses for having you be able to sit home and everybody deliver to you like even though these people are independent contractors and have their own cars or whatever supposedly they say the pizza company still has to have other insurances and other things in place for all that delivery service can we agree on that john oh yeah of course yeah i'm so but no it was hysterical but yeah, I, I don't think 18% gratuity is enough anymore with the way the economy is. I just dropped 267 at the grocery store last night. I don't know what I, I... I mean, I didn't get that much, John. I got three or four meats, uh, cereal, and a couple other odds and ends, and it's crazy. It is, and it's crazy. The grocery bill blows up very quickly nowadays. Yep, and, and I'm bad. I went by myself yesterday, so I get everything. But... Back to Disney. I'm watching Tom Moore now. He got those scallops, John. Those scallops look incredible. And that I was talking to you about the lobster roll. I mean, yeah. the lobster tail. The grill. All the grills are right there, set up. They're grilling them right in front of you. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, the grills and these scallops. When he's doing these scallops, he just filmed the guy. They're actually grilling the scallops right there in front of you. He had like a hundred scallops on the grill at one time. Pretty cool. Very so. good. Very good. And staying with the uh, food prices, uh, they have the 2025 is finally released. If you want to go to Disney in 2025, they opened up the window for booking already now. So, and, yeah, uh, and you know what? I, okay. You know what they're advertising, or they're, they've actually got on our televisions going backstage now is when guests arrive in 2025, not this year, but next year, when guests arrive to check into the resort. Can I guess? Uh, can, what is it? You get a free day at the water park. Bingo lollipop. Yes. You yeah, think I'm a travel it. agent. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, what better way to – I mean, and, and I think that might actually have a part to do with uh, some people going to the resorts and there's like 150 people in the lobby too. So, you know, yeah. here, here, go do something. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the idea of that. I mean, hopefully by then both water parks are open at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the goal next year is they're mm. going to have them open at the same time. I would hope so. I can't imagine why they wouldn't be, at least during spring break in the summer. You know, I understand in the fall and then uh, our little bit of the winter there why you can't have them. But in March, uh, uh, yeah, second week of this month, you really need to have both water parks open because we're going to be inundated with friggin' kids. So. No. And what do you think the uh, the dining plan goes up to next year? Or the dining, what do you think the dining plan is this year per day, per person? Uh, is that just the one sit down and the, the, the one The standard service? dining plan. The one sit All down, right. one counter service, one counter service, one regular sit down, and one snack per day. I would, right now it's probably sixty four ninety five. Try ninety seven seventy. I'll say a hundred bucks. Yeah. And then it's going up next year, or I'm lying, it's, it's eight. Eighty-nine fourteen. Next year is going to be ninety-seven seventy. Or I'm lying. Okay. Not next year is okay. going to be this year's ninety-seven seventy. Next year is going to be ninety-nine fourteen. Yeah. So there's going to be hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 when it came out, wasn't it like thirty-four ninety-nine? <laughs> it it like was that? way down there, dude. Yes. It was, and I think the tip was included and everything. Oh, appetizer yeah. came with it. Yeah. Now you and get we, this, but you got to go back in the back and cook with the chef. <laughs> And when me and Lisa bought it um, that one year, I think it was only four fifty four or forty nine ninety five. So it was still, it was still. I I never felt like I got my money out of it, but it was still a 
a halfway decent price at it, you know. I, I read something on one of the Facebook posts the other day where they didn't realize that the tip wasn't included in the dining plan. Well, you probably should have done your homework on that. So um, they had to, they, they actually, they called them and told them they didn't leave a tip. So <laughs> I didn't know you, I didn't know restaurants did that, but I, apparently so. So they actually went back and left the tip. So good for them for doing it. But yeah, you probably should have known that that tip wasn't included. So. No, it's sad. It's it's, dude. I mean, are you gonna spend a? F- I mean, all kidding aside, and and we go up and down on the show, and I'm not trying to throw shade, but that's four hundred a day per family. Yeah, that's steep. So four hundred a day. That's yeah. I guess some people do spend four hundred. Y- you day do, food, but I guess. I mean, yeah. but. That's a lot of cabbage, and that's not counting tips. So there's five hundred a day. Cause what are you gonna tip gratuity on four hundred dollars? Now me and you would tip a minimum of another hundred, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a, a chunk of change. Yeah, and that's not including if you want a beer or two, or if you're gonna get you know yeah uh, more than one snack somewhere. If you want an appetizer, or if you do want dessert. So yeah, good grief. But most days, I'm Don, John. I don't know. That's five hundred. If you count tip, family of four, that's five bills a day. So that's thirty five hundred a week just for your food. Yeah. Okay, with the dining plan. So now on top of that, what do you think the average park day ticket costs this year? The cheapest day and the and the and the most expensive day. Uh. Cheapest day is probably one fifty four, and the most expensive day is probably one eighty nine. Well, no, it's one oh nine this year and one sixty four. Okay. Next year it's going up one nineteen and one sixty nine. And they have certain days; these are averages, and certain days are one eighties because of Christmas Day holidays. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even normal seven days for people. There's you got to go down because it's less as per, but. Yeah, you're yeah, you're yeah. on average. That's one day ticket. And yeah. it, and honestly, unless you're unless you're really just coming through, you, you never buy a one day ticket. That doesn't make any sense. So. No. So you're talking now. What would you say the average is for five days? I don't have it in front of me, but if you did a seven day, let's just say, the average ticket probably by the end is like sixty a day now. When I remember it used yeah. to be like an extra. I remember we did Magic Your Way with a ten day ticket. Remember you could keep the days. Like the last day was like almost a buck, John, or something. No, yeah. See, that's that's all you guys because I ne- I never actually had I never we never bought tickets like that living here. Well, well, back when I started to come to Disney, you could buy those tickets and they didn't go away either. So even if me and Brenda came down for seven days, we bought a ten day ticket, and we keep the days for good, the next three trip. Good price, yeah. Three good price tickets. Yes. For the next trip. Yes, that's and what we would. It, if, and if you did that twice and they didn't expire, you ended up with a six-day ticket for yes. you paid about $3 a day for. So. Yeah. Like, our next trip, we would do seven days, six nights. One of our tickets was free. Yeah. And the other we paid for. And we would do the same thing, get a 10-day ticket. And I would just hold on. And all of a sudden, after a couple of years, they they put the brakes on that, dude. Then yeah, it was, yeah. they expire like three days or a day or whatever after you leave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. But yeah, I mean, you're talking uh, per person, uh, f- seven days, five hundred dollars a ticket. Would we say? Yep. So there's another two grand. So food tickets, you're talking like fifty five hundred bucks. Now, no, we're forgetting. What about the room? 
<laughs> average room on property now, if you average it all, minimum $200 a night. Am I wrong? I would imagine at least. Yeah, because Riverside's close to that now, and all of them are in 200 range. I mean, all stars are 100. Then you're, dude, uh, we don't even want to get into Grand Floridian and all that, but. No, you're, good God. Your your average trip now for Disney is about seven thousand dollars, John. Is seven, eight grand. That's not spending money either. <laughs> just to go. Yeah, that's not your your kid wanting a souvenir every ten minutes either. No. I mean, the dining plan, like literally I I, I still and everybody knows who's listened to me cry on this show. I it's the I think it's the least it's the most unworth worth value less worth worth of a value of anything on disney property in my opinion the dining plan yeah it probably i i I don't even know if it makes anything that much easier i mean it seems like there was an awful lot of homework the year that we did it where you had to make sure that things were covered by it and you had to make sure to use all your credits and all that type of stuff so it was it was too much uh, you already got so much work to do on a disney trip uh, do you need to add more to it? Like you said, just buy yourself a thousand dollar Visa gift card, or a thousand better yet, a thousand dollar Disney gift card, and be done with it. Yeah, hundred so. percent. And uh, now, now if you do have a room only uh, booking, instead of five days to get your money back, you gotta cancel in twenty twenty five eight days prior to, and it's still thirty days for if you have a room package. So right. But I will give them credit. Disney was good to me when I left last trip. They did treat me good. But if you do cancel in less than eight days, they will take your, on average, it's a $200 deposit. So it's what you got to put down for any, any, any booking. It's a two minimum. It's a $200 flat deposit is usually what it is to hold your stay. But now I just don't think that is a. I don't think that that's all worth it. Don't do. I mean, I and I lose money, dude, because if I get a nice dining plan package on my trip, I make I make I make extra on my little booking there, John. Right. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. I'm biting my own, taking money out of my own pocket. That's how much I don't believe in it. So, and continue with food. Nineteen hundred Park Fair is open for reservations on March fifth. So. Uh, on Tuesday, you guys, if you're staying, if you're staying over to Grand Floridian or want to go visit the Grand Floridian, 1900 Park Fairs reopening, and uh, that's good, John. We're getting all of our restaurants back online. A lot of them that were down. Yeah, so, finally coming back. Yeah, so that's opening. Uh, I don't know what else is new with you, Johnny. They were showing oh, those oh. Bu- Presley. They were showing those buses on a. Uh, on uh, one of the videos I was watching too, the buses for uh, that you're driving now, they showed that all the extra space and the and they said more space for standing if needed. Yep, yep, that's it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we can put more people in there. Um, but uh, the fact is that downstairs, the the I think it's one, two, three is the foldable uh, foldable bench that, and then there's probably six. Uh, seats that are like theater style seats where you have to sit on them for them to stay down otherwise they fold up okay um so yeah there's like six of those so downstairs there's only nine seats now nine or ten not many at all and then if i have uh three ecvs or wheelchairs in there then there's no uh seating downstairs it's all standing 
So, yeah, it's uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see what guests have to say about it, especially in the multi-stop resorts. That's going to be the problem somewhere like uh, Port Orleans Riverside, where I go to uh, the first stop and I get 15 people on there. Then I go to the next stop and I get 15 people on there, and then I pull into the third stop. And there's two ECVs, and I've got to try to get them into where people are standing at already. So then I'm going to have to ask the folks that are standing to please move to the back of the bus or exit the bus, and you can come back on after I get the – so it's going to yeah, be yeah. awkward as hell. So, yeah, it's – unfortunately, this is not going to be a pleasant experience. And then on top of that, the – you know how on um, the regular bus – or older buses, there's bars, and the bars are at a height for kids. You know, they go, there's some lateral bars that um, go from the chairs to the roof of the um, roof of the bus. And so that way kids can hold on the lower spots and stuff like that. Well, on the newer buses, there's only the high bars, the ones that are up top that you see uh, some kids acting like uh, Spider-Man on. Um, So they're, you know, probably at four and a half foot, five foot level. And that's fine for us uh, adults. But if you've got a five-year-old and you're expecting him to stand, he's going to have to hold on to mom or dad or not be able to reach the bar. So, and just another awkward situation for us drivers to be put in. So, thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah, we had one of those stupid idiot parents on. I don't know if you remember me, Tanya, one of my couple trips ago. The kid was climbing all over that stuff, up and oh, down. Yeah. The father was being totally, like, oblivious to it all. I mean, it took every bit of my power inside of me and my wife giving me the look of, don't you dare, don't you dare. I wanted to grab him and grab him by the back of his neck and say, look what you created. Stop it! Because the mother's telling him, the mother's yelling, the mother's yelling. Like, dude, he had a, he was oblivious. Like, he could have blocked out World War II if it was going on. He did not care about anything. And I was yet, and it was bothering me. If you could imagine, John, so bad. You really yeah. things like that very seldom seem to bother you. Well, it was also bothering me because I was waiting for him to fall on his head because he was literally spinning upside yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the mother. Yeah, I mean, that's. That's the thing. It, it's I hate being put. In, I'm I'm out there and I'm an adult and you're an adult. I'm not talking about kids sometimes running in the buses and stuff like that. I, I hate it. Really hate it when adults put me in a situation where I either have to correct their kids when you know they're doing something wrong, like mm-hmm. that situation, or I have to correct you. You know you're not supposed to be smoking right there. You know that. Mm-hmm. You know, and now you're making me tell you. And it, I hate that. I mean, why should I have to be forced to be a babysitter for your ass? Uh-huh. I don't know. It's well, one of the most awkward situations, you know? Well, well, I tell my guys when I'm running jobs or whatever. That's the things that gets me to madness, the little things. It's You know the difference between right and wrong. I mean, I, like when especially like when guys are late. Know what makes me so mad? That I got to get mad because you're making me get mad at you for being late. If that, yeah, does yeah, that make yeah. sense? Like, yeah, I yeah. I do not want to go yell at you again. I do not want. Yeah. I want you to be here on time. I don't want to deal with this, and it's making me mad because now I get I got a thousand other things to do. But first, I got to reprimand you for being late, and, and they act like you're happy about doing it. <laughs> Am I wrong? Yeah, pretty much. Or doing something stupid, like you know what's stupid and what's not. Darn it. Normal mistakes happen, things happen, but stupidity and and just right and wrong, that's the stuff when I'm running a job that makes me the maddest, John. Do you agree with me on that? Yeah, I can see that. And that's the thing with you, like, 
you're, you're sitting there, I, I could only imagine. That's why I probably couldn't drive the bus because I could not buy, without my, Brent, if I drove a Disney bus, Brenda would have to sit side right next to me. <laughs> she had to ride with you all the time. The no, honey. no honey, yeah. no honey. Yeah, the whole day she'd have to have her hand on my shoulder every time somebody was acting up and calm me down. It was, because it's, I just can't stand stupidity, and I'm not saying I'm stupid, but I'm not dumb. Does that make sense, John? Yeah, yes, yes. My mom, if and, uh, I, I would have got beaten if I get did some of those things. Uh, and a lot of a lot of it's not stupidity. They're just they they just don't care. There there mm-hmm. there's no concern that they know they're not supposed to uh, walk there. They know they're not supposed to smoke there. But I mean, they do it anyway. If you're an Uber driver. And you've got people in your car, and you pull into the bus load zone at the Magic Kingdom, and the security guard's telling you to turn around, and you're letting the people get out of your car anyway, and there's a bus behind you, and you're letting people get out in the middle of the road. I, I mean, I, I don't know if it's stupid or you just don't care. I mean, it's just, it's so mm-hmm. frustrating no. watch, to watch people just ignore the, the rules that everybody else has to follow. You know, mm-hmm. everybody else does it right, but you, because you're better than everybody else, I suppose, you, you get away with it. And, and to us to do right and right and wrong is wrong, it seems like we do something, we get called out for it because they don't expect it from us. And I hate the fact that the ones that get away with it all the time, that it became to the point where they just allow it because that's just so and so. You understand what I'm saying? And no, no. Why? Why are they getting away with it? Because they've always done it. You under? I mean, that's how it is there. And then the other thing is, is where you're at now. We just talk about all the prices. I think a lot of it has to do with they're spending so much money. They feel entitled to everything now. Like no, the entitlement it, yeah. and the budding and the, and the cutting and, this, and the the outbursts. Like I read more and more outbursts at the parks than I've ever had in, in my lifetime there. It's it's yeah. getting yeah, worse because nobody likes to be told no anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. People lose their damn minds. Yeah. And and anytime you tell somebody they're wrong, don't, instead it's like, remember when you were a kid and your mom would say, well, if Joey jumped off the bridge, would you jump off the bridge? Well, well, now that's the excuse for everything. Well, Tommy did it. Well, this one did it. Well, that one did it. Even in the political, they're both wrong. They, instead of, they they, they won't say they're not wrong. They'll just say the other party did it too. Well, it's, we're being led by that same stupidity as far as everybody has an excuse for the crap they do. And it's always apologized. It's like people are just so ignorant. My wife, when we go out now, she's just, she's on, she pays more attention to me than what she's actually out shopping for, John. And I feel bad for her because the way society has gotten. <laughs> no. It's passed what? you by, Doug. It's passed you by. Well, dude, when I, tell me, okay, tell me if the way things are going for everything being stolen and this and that, John, like, now you had to go to work an extra 45 minutes early just to get your bus unlocked. It's put in a cage now. And that's what I compare it to with me going to to the uh, to the lumber yards, Home Depot and Lowe's now. I literally spend an extra half hour to 45 minutes because of the scum thieves that were stealing. Now any half the stuff when I need a router bit or cutting bit or saw blade, everything's locked up now, John. And now yeah, and yeah, yeah, I see that. And now they cut back on half the help, or people don't want to work no more. I mean, I had two kids out in the parking lot the other day, I told you about, that are standing there on their phones walking away, the car, and I'm loading sheetrock in the back of my truck instead of helping out. 
So it's like they don't have the help they need. One register's open. It's just like you end up a Home Depot trip that used to take me 10, 15 minutes. No lie, takes me an hour to an hour and a half now. And tell me that wouldn't aggravate you. Yeah, fun times, fun times. No, so, but and what was the other thing I was going to say to you? Now I forget as I was babbling on, but... I don't know. I just, I feel scared because with you with those bus seats, dude, I've seen people in the movie theaters and the baseball games that have problems getting their seat down when they're trying to sit. I can't imagine going down the road and standing up to grab something out of your pocket and trying to sit back down with some of these uncoordinated yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah, I, it, it's looking for, it's great, right? Yeah, yeah. super. I mean, the buses smell good and they look good and they're they're mm-hmm. they're clean and everything works on them. But mm-hmm. as for uh, uh, customer satisfaction, I, yeah, I don't know about all that. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'm just hoping I can have like uh, the the one stop resorts is what I want to <laughs> load on them. So yeah, I don't see the respringing seats being uh, totally Popular, safe. No. Yeah, I mean, like seriously, I'm not being smart. There's been a few times I've been in the movie theater with the popcorn and the soda and the seat wouldn't go down. You're trying to get your butt to manipulate it. Now you got your hands full, the bus is moving, you're trying to sit the kids, and you're trying to get the seats down? Yep. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's the end of the world, but I just don't understand the logic of that. They should have it where they're like a folding chair where they lock down, and then if you do need to push them up, you push them up. I don't think they should be retractable. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way it is. And you move your move your butt, and it's gonna pop back up. So yeah, I could it's just slow. see. It's not it's not like one of those quick ones, but it, I imagine at some point the springs will wear out, and they probably will pop back up quickly. But yeah, yeah. right now it's a slow process. But I don't know. I just don't see it. Uh, they they had, they have some more good to go na- days now, Johnny. Oh. For annual pass holders. Disney has added a small batch of good-to-go days. Two dates have been added, March 5th and 6th, 2024. So if you have an annual pass, you don't need a reservation. So I was hoping we'd go back to that totally for uh, everybody. Yeah, that would be nice. Ah, hmm. oh, dude, we mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get some of this and model it for everybody and drop it on our X account. Mickey and Friends debuted chic new beachwear on Disney Private Island, Castaway Key. You know, you want to see me in some nice swim trunks, John? Woohoo! Yay! One of my Hawaiian shirts. I won't take it completely off because I, I, I am a little older, but I will keep it totally unbuttoned, John. There you go. But, uh, oh, they look okay. You like them? You got your iPad out? Yeah, I'm looking at it, yeah. They that attractive yeah. to you? <laughs> it's just clothes. <laughs> I mean, it's clever. It doesn't necessarily look. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, seen. I've liked some of their. I like some of their Hawaiian stuff. Their decorative stuff. That Mr. Tom Morrow. He has a lot of those kind of shirts. I like some of them. None of these are jumping out at me. Like, there's been ones in the past, like Haunted Mansion ones and different design ones that I've really liked. We've talked about that before. None of them yeah. jump out at me. They look. They look kind of. Uh, faded a little bit they they don't pop do they yeah no not really so nah. world celebration walkway closed at epcot near imagination pavilion john huh. what's going on with that a section of walkway at epcot world celebration is going behind construction walls this week as work continues on nearby community car hall and plaza 
They can't, they this area here they take two steps forward and three steps back. <laughs> that seems like it does. It's crazy. Uh the walkway is blocked from the area in front of Imagination's pavilion that links the Rose the Rose Walkway to World Nature. So just get these get get it done and let it stay working. Oh, speak we were speaking about flower and garden too. Dude, living with the land it has a Winnie the Pooh picnic overlay. That sounds pretty cool to me. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. It came up because I was reading an article because uh, Soren, you know, over California is gone and back to Soren over the world. Which one you like better? Yeah. I like over the world much better. I don't like the bent Eiffel Tower. As long as you're sitting in the middle, I like that one a lot better. Uh, I'm not... I'm not a fan of this love of California that Walt Disney World has. Uh, it, it makes me upset that Florida gets so little love and California is like this golden place. Yeah. So, <laughs> it just does. So. I don't know why they... I like Soarin' Over the World. I like both of them. But I don't know why they don't do a... Why wouldn't they do a Soarin' Over all the Disney parks? Or Soarin' Over Walt Disney World? If they did it over California, why couldn't they do it over Florida? I would like to see Cape Canaveral, uh, the Keys. All, wouldn't you have? Yeah, and at one time they, they actually did promote stuff like that. But I think their, their mentality now is... Uh, they want to keep you on property, so they don't want to have you know too much about NASA and want to go over there. They don't want you to know too much about uh, uh, the Keys and go down to the Keys. They don't want you to know anything about Tampa. They want you right there on Disney property. They don't want you to go down I-4 and fly over Universal? <laughs> no. No, no. No. They don't want you doing that. That's crazy. Oh uh, man, I uh, I don't know. I would like to see. I would I would like I would like to see them do maybe a soaring over every Disney park around the world. You know, and I think in I think in California because Disneyland is only two parks, so I still think they do cross promotions with other um, California things. So they they know if you're going to if you're going to go on vacation to Disneyland, you're not going to spend an entire week at Disneyland. You're probably going to go see other stuff. So yeah, well they, they sell. Cross- yeah, they sell. They used to sell a pass with a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Disney, uh, Walt Disney World has nothing to do with that. They they want you to know nothing about Universal or Sea World or uh, uh, any of these other attractions we have in in town. So no, they do not. Oh, the the, the best misinformed uh, story or uh, overheard conversation this week was I'm driving to the Magic Kingdom, right? Yeah. And uh, we're passing Hollywood Studios, and one of the guests looks at the other one and goes. See that's Universal Studios. They bought it and they renamed it Hollywood Studios. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> really? All right, that's a, that's a fact, huh? I love it when they they sound so sure of it too. Yes. You know, so positive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're right, buddy. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I want to slam on the air brakes and pop up. No. <laughs> no. You don't know how wrong you are. Uh, listen, stupid. That's down the road. Universal's <laughs> down the road. It has nothing to do with us. MGM Studios, Hollywood Studios, stop it. <laughs> uh, wait, dude, who is... Uh, the Disney grandchildren are behind Bob Iger. How bad must it be? The Disney has two of bad... Academy, Disney is following in the footsteps of America. They got the worst two candidates apparently running for president of the parks as we do for the country. Uh how anybody could be back in Bob Iger right now is insanity to me. It's crazy. But have you used uh, any political Disney stuff going on between the owners of the company for you guys? Has your union come out of who they want? 
Oh, no, no. I, we haven't heard anything about that at all. It has very little to do with us. Well, day operations. Well, our union nonstop trying to tell us who to vote for. Well, that's typical. Yeah. Constantly wanting us to go on walks and and doing all this other stuff, you know, political stuff. And I didn't know if maybe your union, one way or the other, wanted you to vote a certain way on for the ownership. Because, like, we have, we vote for the delegates in our hall. You get what I'm saying? So I didn't know if you yeah, guys... We, yeah, we, we constantly get inundated with that stuff. But as for the actual... President, <gasps> no, no, Presley's in a mood today, guys. He's I don't very know what, excited. Yes, he don't want Iger either, he just said. Oh, okay. He said he wouldn't let him on property unless he has all his paperwork for being a, a, a true guard dog or a true. Uh, what is that? What's it called that you have your working dog? What are they called? <coughs> Assist dog. Oh, uh, well, seeing eye dog. Yeah, no, no, not seeing eye dog like that. But yeah, where you they're also for your well being and their. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. guy. Yeah, he's he's that for me. But they, he didn't get his paperwork done yet. So. Oh, okay. But anyhow, you know what he's thinking? If I could just figure out this damn doorknob, he'd be dead. I, I, I'd, yep. Right. I'd, I'd, yep. You know, bite his ass. Yep. We got him out of here and we're recording. So you just said bite his butt on, on live tele on live uh, podcast, right. John. Fantastic. But we removed the barking dog who's in a mood right now. <laughs> and now he's prancing outside that door like you just said, wanting to come in. And I feel bad. He usually lays here the entire time we're recording. For some reason today, he's in a in I want attention mood. So, but I will tell you what. In the background, I've been having. We were talking about the soaring over California, and I wish we they would do it over all the parks. I think that would be awesome. But they're yeah. showing the Flower and Garden and and Garden Rocks concert. The food looks really good this year, and and, and a lot of the plates look pretty uh pretty big. Like good, good, good portion sizes. So, so certainly shareable sizes. So that's good. And, and is it me? I don't remember all these grills being right outside, or is it, or I just didn't notice them all the time. Uh, like right outside? Are they actually outside the? Uh, They're right at the booths on some of these. Like right, right oh, yeah. there. Like I don't remember yeah, seeing a couple of them. I mean, I know I seen it. I I would see some, but it seems like there's more and more of these big stainless steel grills there. These big girls. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, fresher uh, means fresher stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, I love that. That's awesome. Uh, Sunglass Hut opens at World Celebration Garden. I bought and lost uh, quite a few pair of nice glasses from Sungla Sun Sunglass Hut. And I could say in the past 10 years, I've not bought any more since I've needed regular glasses. But... It saved me some money, John, because I've I've lost many pair of Ray Bans and Kenneth Coles and stuff like that, John. Yeah, I've lost lost my last pair of Oakleys. Nothing makes you so frustrated when you lose a couple of hundred or a hundred and twenty five dollar <sighs> pair of sunglasses. Uh, and it seems like the ones I buy at Walmart for sixteen dollars, I never freaking lose. But yeah. man, you get a pair of Oakleys or Ray Bans and they're gone. Yeah. So. No, it's sad. Uh, Miguel and Dante from Disney's Coco join 2020, 2024 Epcot and Garden Show. They look really cool, John. They did yeah, a good that's job. Our, that, that's my favorite looking bus out there that we have now is the Coco one. It's uh, uh, full of cover color, very vibrant. So, yeah, they they look really neat too. So, 
Lisa will want to get a picture of him. Dante's uh, one of her favorite characters, and act actually, Dante looks a lot like my dog. So <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, do you see Groot? They also have Guardians of the Galaxy out there, and he looks absolutely awesome, John. Yeah, he's got the big uh, cassette tape. Yeah, he looks really cool. That is awesome. I love that. Uh, did you see they have these uh, new Mickey ears, Guardians of the Galaxy, and in the center it's a cassette tape, and it looks like the tape's coming out of, onto the ears. Like, you know how, you know how your cassettes oh, yeah. always lose the tape, oh. so... You know what? I was I, uh, the last time I was walking beside the side of a road. I was thinking to myself, "Man, you remember you couldn't do this when you were a kid and not come across it. <laughs> Somebody had gotten frustrated with their cassette and yeah. thrown it out the window. How many times did you see the tape on the side <laughs> of the road? <laughs> it was like almost yeah. any time you walked anywhere, you'd run into one. So. That's funny. Uh, Disney unveils a first look at Tron. Aris. Aris, A-R-E-S, Aris. Aris, Aris. Yeah, you say potato, I say potato. I know Robbie will sure. say, but either way, I'm saying it's wrong. <laughs> what would you call it? I say Aris. Uh, it looks like Aris to me. <laughs> yeah. Aris, I guess, Aris. Okay, how about we call it Buenos? There you go, Buenos Aris. Disney has released the first look at Tron Aris, a highly anticipated new installment in the Tron fr franchise. The film started production in January in Vancouver and is slated to be released in 2025. Again, I love Tron, but here we go again with another... Dude, they're losing millions of dollars on all these remakes. Are they going to continue? Yeah. I guess they're going down with the, with the, with the ship. Uh, Tron Eris is a follow-up to Disney 1982 seminal science fiction film Tron and 20... 10 sequel Tron Legacy and and you want to know something I'm going to admit how stupid I am this is even going to fail more I think I was thinking it was a new Iron Man was it a costume <laughs> look at the costume it got me off it got me off kilter do you see what I'm talking about with that I suppose but yeah that's no that's not the new Iron Man that's uh, Tron Dude, the, honestly, all kidding aside, and I'm sorry, Carmen and Brian, and, and we will say this portion of the show is brought to you by the Adventures of Carmen and Brian in Myrtle Beach. But can you, uh, do you see a Tron movie being good? Unless they just decided there, it's a whole new concept of some sort or something like that. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I'm not going to rush out to see it. That's for sure. So. Tron is the most Vegas. I, dude. I consider myself, and I don't like to brag about myself at all, but Never. I think I think I'm thanks, John. I think I'm pretty highly intelligent, John. I I I do. I've watched Tron. Well, I, it's hard for me to follow. Do you know the whole exact concept of Tron? No, I watched it about uh, when I was uh, really trying to watch all the Disney movies and stuff, and that new Legacy movie came out. I watched the old one before that. And that was the first time I'd watched it since I was like 10 or 11. And uh, I still don't, I mean, you, you got the gist of the idea, the guy gets sucked into the computer. But yeah. I, other than that, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's just not that interesting to me. So Yeah, it's like, I'm trying to follow, but I can't. It's it's kind of like, how can I put it? And, and I would say this is better than Tron, so I'm not trying to go there. But the same thing was with uh, Avatar. I watched it, but it was like I could not get into it. Could you? 
Avatar was just the same story retold, so I found myself bored with it. I mean, so yeah, yeah I didn't really care. So. But like, I like usually when I'm watching some of this, I like the every detail. Like I found myself with the avatars, I lose focus with them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Did you just hear me cough? Yeah. Uh, this yeah. mute button, I don't understand what is going on here. I hit mute too. I apologize, guys. Uh, new details emerge about Universal Land, the DreamWorks Land, opening this summer. It looks really cool, John. Yeah, a lot of uh, the stuff looks really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I, I think, uh, I think this is going to be the first real time that. Uh, I think Universal might know how like all the other fighters and Rocky knew had no chance, but this might be the Glover Lang version of. They <laughs> 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 might take. Yep, yeah, like Disney will still probably be Rocky at the end. They'll have to come back. There, he's gonna have to get uh, Apollo. Disney's gonna have to hire Apollo Creed to retrain him. And you know, well, that would be good. Yes. Well, you know what? You know what? We throw a Buster Douglas in there and yeah. see if uh, Mike Tyson can come back after yeah. that. So let's do it. So. Mike didn't know. No, that's no, true. <laughs> no, that's why I'm going with Rocky here, dude. <laughs> yeah, he really didn't come make a comeback no. after Buster Douglas. Did no, he didn't. Sugar I, Ray I paid for that fight yeah. too. I was still, I was so mad. Yeah, yeah. Sugar Ray did and. Uh, Muhammad Ali came back multiple times. We'll give it to him, but yeah, Mike didn't. And I love Mike when I was a kid. I was a, a, a love to hate him if you get what I'm. I, but I enjoyed his fights. But yeah, oh yeah. But this might be the first time that you know Disney's not punching down. They're not punching down at weight. They're gonna be at equal weight if that makes sense. And and I'm happy in a way. They need competition brings out the best in in uh, both competitors. So uh, yes, and I yeah. think if both competitors are highly anticipated, that it will it'll make some prices drop, like stores have to to get a sale to bring people over. Like they'll be competing for us and not just saying, "Well, no matter what we do, you're going to show up." Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. Well, imagine imagine they open the third park and then uh, Universal does a job, uh, some kind of a deal with SeaWorld. And they actually either buy them or integrate them fully into their. That would be four parks. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Four yeah. parks and a water park. So I mean, hey, and it's not out of the realm of. I mean, I, I think it's been thought or, or talked about before. So it's not out of the realm of uh, possibility. So. No, and I'm happy about it. The only thing that I hear, and I'm starting to hear different, because I'm, and I say this too. There's more and more Universal vlogs popping up on. Uh, on uh, YouTube too, where they were few and far between. Now you got Universal people that are doing that just as much as Disney, if you get what I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah. New Land will feature Shrek Swamp, Shrek Swamp, Trolls Troller Coaster, and Poe's Kung Fu Training Camp and Store. What is what is Poe's Kung Fu Training Camp and Store make you think of, John? Uh, makes me think of Kung Fu Panda. What's it supposed to make me think of, Doug? I'm saying it's like a knockoff of the Jedi Training Center that used to be over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, probably. You get what I'm saying? Like how they yeah. kind of same thing, different characters. That you know. Yeah. That's uh, that's a that's really good thing for because I think this is going into Universal Orlando, the first park. Um, so yeah. it's a good thing that uh, 
that they doing that because the one thing where Universal kind of uh, lacks is something for uh, a lot of uh, young children, yeah. four, five, three, four, five, six, um, stuff for them to do. So this at Universal Orlando and then Dr. Seuss still being at Island of Adventure, it gives a nice um, kitty area, slight, slight kitty area for uh, the younger children. So No, it's pretty cool. Yeah, Sh Shrek's Swamp Meat. Guests can visit Shrek's Swamp Meat to interact with beloved characters Shrek, Princess Fiona, and Donkey. The noble steed eager to joke around and converse, converse with guests just outside Shrek's Cottage. Which is cottage looks pretty cool. It kind of reminds you of a, uh, what you would call it, uh, well, now I'm losing my, Lord of the Rings with the Hobbit Town. Oh, the Shire. Yeah, the Shire. It looks like a Shire house. Yeah. Uh, yeah it looks very cool. Uh, Shrek Swamp for little orgs. The org-sized play area features four fun slides, wet play area, and playground where guests can climb, bounce, and splash around as well as venture into Shrek's right, uh, outhouse. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, uh, we're gonna avoid uh, 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 Robbie here. Uh, how about ogre? Oh, what did I say? Ogre. ogre. What did I say? <laughs> what did I say? You said ogre or something. Ogres. Ogres. My bad. <laughs> my bad. Why? I'm losing my mind. Little ogres. My bad. What did ogres. I say? Orgies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no one got me there. A bad word came <laughs> when I was reading that, and I thought I was going to get in trouble. So I messed right. it up. Right. So ogres. My bad. Uh, Mama Luna's. Fiana, Feline Fiesta, the blockbuster film Puss in Boots 2. The Last Wish comes to life with the new interactive experience that takes place in Mama's Luna's retirement home for cats. Here guests can get to play with Mama Luna's many cats on vivid interactive screens. Sounds like Crush, don't it? Yeah. It's activated by buttons, bells, uh... Maracas and maracas and levers. They might even spot the one and only Puss in Boots themselves. King's Harold Swamp Symphony. Guests can create their own melody. What is it? Mel melodious. Melodious. Me yeah. melodious. Melodious masterpiece as they trigger to acquire even ever-changing frog ribbits <laughs> by constantly stomping on an array of interactive lily pads. So you get to stomp on frogs, I guess. Yeah, there you go. And then Swamp Snacks. I always, Hey, Mom, let's head over to Swamp Snacks. I, I'm really hungry for some... some frog legs. Yeah, and some flies. Families can feast on ogres or ogres at the new kiosk, which they will serve scrumptious snacks inspired by Shrek, including Sh Shrek skulls. I wonder if they're Shrek-shaped pretzels, John. Uh, probably. For a waffle and frozen ogre and more. And then Troll... Troller coaster. After strolling through a dazzling marquee starring cherished troll characters, Poppy, Viva, Tiny Diamond, Satin, I almost said Satan, and Chanel, <laughs> and Chanel, guests of all ages can take a ride on the iconic cater bus, escaping evil spiders as they speed along a bright orange and yellow track aboard the family-friendly roller coaster, John. That kind of looks a little bit like uh, Slinky Dog. Yes, it does. So, then you got Poppy's Playground. You want to read these? Oh, sure. Poppy's Playground. Nestled under a giant 20-foot mushroom is Poppy's Playground. 
a shaded play area featuring colorful flowers and bugs with a bountiful array of fun bouncing and climbing structures for the youngest of trolls. Troll Treat. Poppy's boombox from Trolls Band Together has been transformed to a playful kiosk that offers up highly brightly colored trolls, ice cream treats inspired by Poppy and branch like the and branch like the pink lemonade flavored Poppy Licious Pink and Huckleberry flavored Brozone Berry. Sure. I never watched the Trolls movies. I've seen all no. the Shreks, I've seen Puss and Boots and I've seen uh, Kung Fu Panda, but I haven't seen any of the Trolls. Uh, high five, get hideaway. Cloud Guy hosts this all new retail location featuring the latest merchandise, including apparel, plush, and accessories from Shrek, Trolls, Kung Fu Panda, Gabby's Dollhouse, and more. And uh, Kung Fu Panda. Poe's Kung Fu Training Camp, inspired by the hit, uh, hit Kung Fu Panda films. This all new area brings the Panda Village to life like never before. Within both wet and dry play areas, guests have the opportunity to help the pandas wash and dry their laundry with enormous water cannons, dump buckets, giant fans, and more. Yes, we'll also encounter fun elements throughout the experience, including an active gong, mischievous giggling, mischievous giggling baby pandas, and oversized merry-go-round noodle bowls from Mr. Ping's Noodle Shop. So. Oh. And Poe Live! Yeah. This digital interactive meet and greet experience gives I guess the opportunity to interact with the famous Dragon Warrior himself as he teaches them kung fu moves, cooks some delicious stir fry, and babysit babysits his little cousin Lin Lin all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. dude, I think they're going to be putting a major. Uh, I think they're going to put a major dent into Disney next year. I really do. Yeah, because this is the all just all the stuff that. Like I said, Universal Orlando. So this isn't the new Epic Park. This is just uh, uh, going into the existing park. Yes. So. And when that Epic Universe opens next year, that's, oh boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's when uh, what you call it, Tommy Boy went out and got some steroids and came back to beat up Rocky. <laughs> so that is. Uh, there you go. Uh, Moana two heading to theaters November twenty fourth. I mean, out of all the sequels, that's the one I'm looking most for. And and what I'm afraid about that is, one, what was one of the best things about the original Frozen? Which was one of the best things about the original Moana? The music. Exactly. And I am so afraid, the same way Frozen 2 let me down, Moana 2 is going to let me down with the music. Yeah. Yeah, they, they generally always do. I mean, I don't think uh, Frozen 2 had nearly a soundtrack that Frozen 1 did. And then... Uh, um, you know, I mean, it, the, the new movies always get, I mean, even Encanto had really good music to it. So it'll be interesting to see. I don't know. We'll see. I will tell you this. I, I honestly believe that, and, and we can go back and forth, but out of all the animated animation of all the Disney and Pixar movies, I think the only one that got better or was equal was Toy Story. I don't like Cars 2. Can you name another one that was no. as good? Any of them been as good or even close? No, Toy Stories are the only ones that kept it up for at least three movies. The, the first three were fantastic. Um, even Monsters University wasn't nearly as good as Monsters. No, Monsters, nowhere so. near. And I like yeah, Monsters so. University. I did enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I, I did too. I thought it was good, but it wasn't nearly as good as Monsters, Inc. And so. The Incredibles 2 was okay. I don't think I've seen that one yet. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having fun, John. But the point is, I don't remember any of them being as good as the original, except Toy for Story. Toy Story. That's yeah. it. And all the even Toy Story Four, 
I didn't like that. It was my least favorite, but it was still better than half the stuff they're putting out now. Yeah, it was still better than Cars 2 yeah. or, uh, uh, you know, the uh, the other one, so Frozen 2. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just... I just want some. I I just I'm I'm praying for. I want another. I want another uh, animation that I really love because it's been a long time since I really loved one. What about you? Yeah, it, it seems like they're they've seriously ran out of ideas. You know, I mean, there's only so much you can do, I suppose. So, I mean, they they keep trying random uh, kings and queens and princesses and. Uh, all kinds of stuff. So, so they're gonna have to come up with some kind of a new concept of some sort. So. Yeah, I don't believe you. you didn't see Incredibles too. No, I haven't seen it. Well, go on Disney Plus and watch it. It was actually pretty good. It was better than most of the others. Yeah, yeah go watch now, it. It's been so long since I watched The Incredibles. If I can go watch it, I feel like I'd have to watch the first one first. Well, that's worth the rewatch. It's a good movie. Yeah. 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 yeah watch it. Two is really good. All kid is. I really. That was probably one of my other. I, I watched the whole thing with and I was into it. So I enjoyed that. Uh spring training starting, John. I'm so excited about my fighting Phillies. It's about that time. This is the time of year that I absolutely hate it when I had my last job. So I would still have snowbirds that have spring breakers and spring training all going at the same time. So Are you uh hated are, what what is your baseball team? Like is it the Rays? Yeah, the race. Okay, I was just curious if you... Because they didn't come when you were a kid, so I didn't know if you rooted for somebody else. No, I was a big Atlanta Braves fan um, you know, when I was a kid. Me and my buddy actually went on vacation up there, went to uh, three games. When I was in the Navy, I went to the... I stayed two nights in New York City at the Sailors and Soldiers Inn, went to uh, the three-game set against the Mets, and saw... Uh, um, them what did that and then i saw one playoff game one time so i was a big atlanta braves fan but 97 the baseball strike yeah that really irked me and uh really pissed me off so i avoided baseball for like 20 years after that so i didn't pay any attention at all and so when i started paying halfway attention again the rate that we do have a team in in tampa so uh, I'll start watching them, so I okay. halfway pay attention. Okay. But I'm just never, I'm nowhere near the baseball fan I am as football. So, yeah, I'm football's my favorite sport, but I will say I'm I'm pretty equal with with baseball. Be like, I don't go out of my like I can miss a game here and there, which I usually don't. Like I'll have it playing in the background. Like I love baseball because it reminds me. When I was a little kid, when it was the West Coast games a lot of times weren't on TV. Some games weren't. Me and my grandpa in the summertime would be sitting out on the porch together listening to the Phillies game at 10 o'clock at night. And when you're like 11, 12 years, 10, 11, 12 years old, you basically 8, 9, 10, 11, you know, those ages. Because when you get 12, you start to feel like you're cool anyway. But when you're a little kid and you stay up with your grandpa till midnight, 1 o'clock, listening to a ball game, you feel like it's something special. You know what I mean? Right. Yep, yep. Yep. And we used to, he brought and I was a really good ball player. I had I I that was my sport that I was the most talented at, and I loved it. I loved I love all the chess parts of baseball and all that stuff. But I don't. It ain't like if I'm running late to get home to see the game. Like it ain't like the Eagles where my butt's in the seat. You know, I can yep. turn it on in the car and enjoy. I can what I love about baseball. I can enjoy baseball as much on the radio as I can on TV. Yeah, yeah, it's that type of sport. 
Yeah, I mean, you're not you're not robbing yourself of, of that much by listening to it. Is it, there's not that much visual mm-hmm. aspect of it, and most of the radio announcers have been doing it for so long that they're all really good at it. So. Yes. Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy like I'm out working in my shop during the summer. The Phillies are on. I'll put the iPad on with the game, and I'm just you can. I love the fact that you don't have to be into every single play to on the to be a part of that game. I just, yeah, yeah. so I love baseball. I love the, you know, I love the, the relaxation of it. Like me and mom, we put the, I got the fire pit out there. We'll put the big screen up with the, the I have that big screen with the projector outside. We'll light a fire and we watch some of the Phillies games during the summer. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, that sounds like it. You know, get the grill going. It uh, And baseball is the one sport that I really enjoy do going to the game because it's a laid back, nice atmosphere. The only thing I don't like about it is, and I probably said it on this show before, but I'll yeah, say it have. again. What's that? <laughs> I said, yeah, you have, because I can tell you what it is. Tell it's me. the fact that when a, a batter comes up and they have to play some kind of yes. music the entire time. Yes, that's up. the you only thing. You can't be quiet and, and talk about the uh, game anymore. Have you been to a game lately? Baseball? Uh, no, I haven't been. We haven't been to a live sporting event since probably the Solar Bears about 15 years ago. So. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me uh I I I show you exactly what it sounds like. Let me let me try something here. Let me try something here. You got any I stories? On, yeah, I do know on the way to uh All-Star Sports that they have different uh music that you would hear at a ba- at all kinds of sporting events and unfortunately they play this musical or a uh a rendition musical rendition of Take Me Out to the Ball Game. And it's not once, it's not twice, it's not three times, it's seven times that song is repeated. And by the fifth time, your head's ready to explode. So, yeah, I've heard that more than enough times. So, No, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's very annoying. It's, uh, it's way, way, way too much of, I can't, I, uh, they feel like I have no attention span and I need to be entertained like every seven seconds of, of a game. Hold on, I got some here. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and crackers. But I don't care if they ever come back. <laughs> now we're, uh, now this had a link up to something else in the room, so it wouldn't play. Okay. Now, I got you. the point I was going to make is I was going to blast the radio into the microphone and me yeah, and you having right. a conversation and see how annoying it is. You know, when I'm sitting there with my right. godson saying, yeah, he hasn't hit this lefty in a long time. You're going to love a bad name. I mean, it's like nonstop. But it is yeah. nice. They And there's an uproar here, dude. Phillies did away with dollar dog night. They used to have like five or six, maybe ten dollar dog nights a year. They're no longer doing that. It's buy one, get one free now. And the fans, dude, if you'd listen to WIP, (laughs) it was was almost as bad as the COVID announcement, dude. (laughs) It really was. I mean, my God. And I agree with them. It's like... The Phillies now, it's just like like Disney did. They're making so much money. They, they're mostly sold out now. So they don't need the Lorien during the week because those dollar dog nights were usually a weeknight game. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep, yep. So now they, they're taking advantage that we're doing good. You'd think the owners of the game, the team could just 
take care of Hatfield for the dollar dog night to keep people happy because you're still making money hand over fist. I mean, yeah, yeah there is that one guy that buys 52 hot dogs that, oh, well, he's going to pay for that sooner or later. But most people and, and the, buy one dog and call or two dogs and call it a night. And I don't know about you, Doug, but I'm not going to go have a dollar hot dog without buying a $10 beer. Exactly, so, you know, John. I mean, that's, that's all part of it, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, actually, when I uh, our ship was in the shipyards in Philadelphia, I would take the uh, subway that was right outside the uh, gate there to South Street. Yeah, and yeah, there was yeah. A bar right off of South Street that had uh, happy hour, fifty cent drafts, mm-hmm. and me and my buddy'd sit there and for two hours and drink probably ten or twelve of those apiece. Then we'd get back on the subway and go back and get off and go. We were we could go to the Phillies games for a dollar. And so we'd pay the $1 to get in, and then slowly through the game, by the seventh inning, we were sitting right behind home plate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that was, that was the crappy veteran stadium. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a good time, though. Yeah. I, and I probably did – we probably did that probably that year. I probably went to 15, 15 – at least 15 different Philly games. So many, to- so many times I actually bought myself a hat that yeah. I could wear to, to go. So, yeah, there for a fan, uh, while, I was a fan of your Phillies, too. So. Uh, you should have stayed. I, st- I respect you even more, John. You'd be more <laughs> of a brother to me if you liked the Phillies. Uh, but, yeah, the yeah, team looks good for- this year. The team, you know, is predicted to do well again. They've been to playoffs back-to-back season. So let's take away the dollar dogs. It's always like kick your most loyal people right in the ass. Yeah, well, that's who you take the uh, Doug. You never reward your uh, standardized customers according to almost any company nowadays. You don't reward those. You're just trying to lure new customers the entire time. You well, know? no, I don't get it because I I do just the opposite. Anybody's been with me for years gets taken care of because I know they're going to pay. I know everything's going to be fine. I know who I'm dealing with. The new customer is the one that has to impress me. You, you get what yeah, I'm exactly. saying? It's just yeah. so sad got to build the trust up yeah uh dude there is two cool characters over at animal kingdom again john you know who they are two cool characters over at animal Kingdom. no who are they doug russell and doug the gorgeous doug is back at meet and greet at epcot john i mean at uh, animal kingdom john all right i will i will uh, agree with you on that 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 is a uh, happy looking doug yeah so. he's a handsome fellow ain't he most people with the name Doug are a good-looking bunch. That's why there's not a lot of Dugs out there, dude. The Doug has to be placed on a pretty good person, John. Pretty good-looking okay. person. Uh, the Briar Patch has turned into a swamp over at uh, Tiana's Bayou, John. Yeah, I saw some of those pictures. It actually looks pretty good. It looks like my backyard. So, <laughs> you know, it's going to be pretty accurate, so... Yeah, yeah, right behind my right behind my backyard, it does look like it. It looks pretty much like Tiana's Bayou. So it is pretty swampy, isn't it, John? It is. I don't know if I want to splash down in that water, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that looks pretty dirty, John. I'm sure it's going to be cleaned out before they uh, uh, really start to run. So. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're doing that for effects, and I don't like yeah, the effect, John. <laughs> I mean, it does. It does. It, it literally does look like, I will give them that. It looks, looks like, like a swamp. Oh, yeah, there you go. So. Yeah, he did a good job with that. Nah, what else do we have here, Johnny? Unfortunately, that co- that water is not that wa- colored water, but the water from, we have cypress trees everywhere here, and they color the, the river that we live on um, tea colored. 
and it's natural, so it's not polluted or anything. So some people come here and say your river river's polluted. No, it's not. It's just the cypress knees and the cypress trees. They they have released tannins that color that water that. But it makes it uh, uncomfortable to swim in, to say the least, because you can't see. You know, if you're if you're standing in it, you can't see below your knees at all. Well, so, my yeah. problem is if I have a light colored shirt on, you can't tell me it's not going to stain it. It does. Yes. Yeah. Our, our water is absolutely atrocious. Yes. Um, we have, yeah, we have to run through, we have to run through a filtration system and, and that gets rid of some of it, but yeah, it still stains our toilets and our, our, uh, our, uh, bathtub. It's terrible. It, it basically looks like you just, uh, slaughtered a pig in our bathtub. Oh, Jesus. It's, yeah. It stains it red. So. Well, I'm more talking about that Tiana's Bayou order. If they don't clean that up, I'm oh, going to get stained on I don't know, because I don't know what they're going to use with that. Yeah, so, but if it's, it's that color, you can't tell me that green water is not going to stain my shirt. Yeah. Ugh. Yuck. Uh, video spotlights upgrade for Happily Ever After Fireworks at Magic Kingdom. So they've added some stuff there. Uh, what's this? The district. Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. Uh, we don't want to read that. Magic Kingdom and Disney's Animal Kingdom theme parks updated for St. Patrick's Day week. So we got new schedules for that week, John. Do you wear your uh, St. Patty's green on St. Patty's Day? Uh, last year I had a hat and I had uh, I picked up little uh, uh, plastic gold, uh, leprechaun gold to give out to the kids. So, yeah. And I can get away with it. So, And you got a new uh, Easter cottage. Uh, the Grand Cottage installed at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort for Easter. I think they put that the same spot they put the gingerbread house. Yeah, probably. It makes sense, right? Yeah. I think that's where that goes. That's pretty cool. You head, head over to 1900 Park Fair, have yourself lunch, and check out the, uh, Easter Cottage, when you're at the parks, get out of the park. Go have some uh, good food down the street. You know, hop on, take a walk right down the street over to Grand Floridian. Jump on the monorail, take the boat, and you got all kinds of options to get over there. No, I mean, now that that walkway's open, and how easy it is to get over there and all the other resorts, because that even makes it easier to go to the Poly. You can walk right through Grand Floridian yep. to the Poly. Yep. You know, before you couldn't go... You could, but really you couldn't because you'd have to walk. You couldn't really get to the contemporary from the poly, right? E as easy as you can from the Grand Floridian to the poly. I'm correct on that, right, John? Yeah, you can get from you can get all the way from the contemporary to the poly right now walking and then the TTC. You just can't get from TTC to uh, contemporary without walking all the way around. <laughs> so, yeah. You know. So I'm saying, but it's a little easier of a yeah. walk to go right from the Grand Floridian over to uh, the Poly than it is from the contemporary to the Poly. Oh, yeah. 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 That's going to be a little bit of a hike. So I'm saying, if you want to leave for lunch at the Magic Kingdom, walk on over and enjoy those two resorts for lunch. Maybe snack and bite around because there's a lot of good food offerings in all those uh, parks. I mean, all those sure. resorts. What else do I have here, Johnny? You want to do one updated menu and we'll call it a day? Yeah, sure. If I can find one. Want. Where are we at? I was on in. It was the wrong thing I was on, John. Yeah, I still can't believe you hadn't seen Incredibles 2. I am sorry. I have ruined your uh, 
No, I just perception figured. Perception of me. No, it ain't. You ruined anything. I thought for sure you, because I know how much you really like the original. Yeah, yeah, I did. I don't know why I, haven't, I never saw it. I think even Lisa's seen it, but I haven't. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, and it's not like I mean, I got Disney Plus, so I can pretty much watch it anytime I wanted. So. I will be honest. Like I'll get on there with Mom and Brenda to watch. Uh, a lot of the Animal Kingdom stuff and stuff like that. But out of all the apps I had, I figured I'd be on that the most. I'm on that the least. I'm on that the least. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find a new update that I would like to read. The Cellier updated. We talked about that. Tony's Town Square. Uh, let's see. What's up here? Chef de France. Yeah, I see Monsieur Paul also updated itself, too. Mm. Yeah, Monsieur Paul updated. Le Chef de France updated. Let's do Le Chef de France. If we have time, we'll do uh, Paul. How's that sound? If we blow through uh, this. Well, one, one, I have a chance. I have an idea that I'll be eating at soon. One, I don't think I'll ever eat at, but okay. <laughs> there you go. So yeah. you will never eat a Le Chef de France, but Monsieur Paul's on your... Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> no, it's the other way. Chef de France is the one that I can afford to eat. Well, Beach, you called that one out. I'm going to let you read all this and have some fun so Robbie and the kids sure. don't pick on me. Okay, I'll volunteer for it. All right, so Chef de France lunch menu. Yeah, let's see. It has an 8 for, out of 10, which is pretty good. Um, and we're just going to read what they are. We're going to skip the name. So casserole of... <laughs> Burgundian escargot baked in parsley and butter for $14.95. French onion soup topped with Gruyere cheese for $10.95. Baked goat cheese with walnuts, fresh grapes, tomatoes, endives, and mixed salad for $14.50. A bread service and a raw salmon tartare, lightly smoked cucumber and dill sauce for $17.50. Okay, so out of these four, this is the lunch and dinner menu. It's, it's the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what of these four would you get, probably? Uh, the escargot. Yeah, I would be between the escargot and the French onion soup, depending on what time of year it is. But they, I would have to say, give me one of those garlic butter rolls to go with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I gotta yeah have. I'd, get the, I'd get the escargot, and Lisa would definitely get the French onion soup. Hmm. The other two don't really uh, get my goat. Get it? The goat cheese? and the... uh, <laughs> Soup salad? Uh, I got selected greens, house vinaigrette, dressing, bacon, tomatoes, and crouton, croutons for ten seventy-five. And you actually have a option for a price fix menu here, uh, which for sixty-five ninety-five you can get one appetizer and choice of one selected entree: the salmon fillet, the macaroni gratin, the ratatouille, or quinoa, uh, the chicken or the beef bouillon and one dessert and you get one choice of hey you get a choice of alcohol hey, yeah uh on a price fix that's very unusual yeah well, i mean it is france so for yeah. goodness sakes you better uh, i don't i think you one... might get arrested if you don't drink when you eat in france <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah that's kind of kind of legal uh yeah. so you get a choice of uh one glass of chardonnay a glass of cabernet Sauvignon, or a non-alcoholic beverages so uh let's see your your entrees are seared salmon, rice pilaf, sweet peas, carrots, a beurre blanc sauce for $36.95, uh, beef bouillon linguine, braised beef and cabernet, baby onions, carrots, and pasta for $33.95. And I believe this is what I had the last time I was there was that one. And it was very good. 
Uh, you've got a grilled tenderloin of beef with green peppercorn sauce, potato gratin, and green beans for $43.95. That's not bad for that price. And this they've put on here, I believe, since the last time I was there, because I probably would have tried this. Uh, ratatouille with quinoa mm. and kale for $25.95. Uh, you have a baked macaroni with cream and gruyere cheese. That sounds good, but that doesn't sound like a, an entree. That sounds like you a side. Sound, yeah, yeah. But for And for $26.95, I mean... I love macaroni and cheese, but I don't know if I'm spending $27 on macaroni and cheese. My wife got the gnocchi last night, this potato gnocchi with this. But, dude, and it was, it, I'm going to have some for lunch with her. It was absolutely out of this world. But, dude, they gave her enough gnocchi that literally me, Mom, and Brenda have enough to all have it for de- a, a lunch. Because you can only eat so much of that where you're, you're filled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one of those things, yeah. Uh, imagine, like, you know how you go out to dinner and they have the plate, the bowl-style plates, the real big plate, and the center sinks yeah. down in it? Yeah. Right, right. Okay, imagine that about three inches high of nothing but gnocchi. That whole plate. Holy crap. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I, I mean, that's how much gnocchi she got last night. It was, it was incredible. I mean, it was, it was so good. But it was way too much, like... It was you. There was you. There was enough starch in that to do a thousand pounds of laundry, John. If you ate yeah, it all. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. I'm sorry. I digress. No problem. Uh, you get a half all natural rotisserie chicken, lionized potatoes with green beans, thirty two ninety five. What are? Doug, I'd be skipping. I don't. Uh, I don't want to cut you off, but what is a lionized potato? <laughs> You got me, buddy. I Does it lie and growl at them before you bake Rawr. them or something? I don't know. Now they're nazed. Mm. I, I, I don't know about you, but I'm skipping all the green beans in here because I know they'd all be al dente. So yes. I'm just saying. Uh, yes. And if you like them like that, you like them like that. Nah. I do not. <laughs> um, <clears throat> then you've got imported cheeses, charcuteries, and house-made bread for thirty-eight ninety-five. A braised heritage pork shank, mashed potatoes, scallions, and tomatoes. Thirty-nine ninety-five. Actually, that sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sautéed shrimp and scallops, spinach, potatoes, creamy lobster sauce for thirty-three. That sounds incredible. Yeah, that sounds really good too. Dude, I'm going uh, here next trip again, and <laughs> and I I I would be what? Which ones would you be between? There's two I already know I'd be. Uh, very hard to choose from. There's a there's a lot here that I'd actually eat. Um, that pork shank sounded really good. Um, the braised beef and cabernet that sounds good, and the sautéed shrimp and scallops. So I don't know. I really don't. I guess I would have to see what kind of mood I was in that day. So me, I'd be between the grilled tenderloin with the beef and green peppercorn sauce with potato. Dude, I love rotten potatoes, man. For yeah. forty three ninety five and for a filet mignon, that's a good price. Yeah, that's not bad at all. And the sautéed shrimp and scallops with spinach and potatoes and creamy lobster sauce, dude. I mean, I have to. That's a must. I have to try. I mean, I might make that. Almost sounds too good. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm afraid I'd get that and I'd end up eating the the uh, thing from um, uh, <laughs> uh, Animal Kingdom place uh, where we get the coconut curry stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yak and yeti. Yeah, I'm afraid that that almost sounds too too perfect for me. Yes. But yeah, I would almost have to try that. Yes, it, it's it. That's without a doubt. That's this is going on my to do list our next trip just because of that entree. Yeah, and then I, you can fit. In it. 
Yeah. Go ahead. And I might have to get the tenderloin as me and Brenda's appetizer in between us just to try both of them. There you go. Because uh, I know she would probably go with the seared salmon here. If that was in a creamy lobster sauce, she would probably do the sautéed shrimp, but she has the cream deal. So I'd say Brenda would probably go with the, the we would probably get the seared salmon, the tenderloin, and those, and shrimp and scallops, so we could split them too, because she could probably have some of it, just, she wouldn't get it because of the cream sauce. Right. No, but that menu sounds awesome, dude. Really yeah, does. Finish off with some cream brulee, vanilla cream brulee for thirteen, a chocolate tart ganache, chocolate mousse, cocoa sauce, and vanilla ice cream. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. Thirteen ninety five, a citrus cake with strawberry lime cream and warm berry compote for twelve ninety five. Swan swan cream puff pill puff filled with vanilla ice cream, chocolate sauce for thirteen ninety five, and a coffee sponge, coffee whipped cream, chocolate ganache, vanilla ice cream for fourteen ninety five. Now, do you think you could eat off of the price fix menu uh let's see the the salmon macaroni the ratatouille the chicken or the beef bouillon so you couldn't get yeah you couldn't get the lobster or the the uh sauteed shrimp and you couldn't get the filet so. yeah and I, and I don't really think it's a great deal because i would want a beer i mean it's a great deal i'm not saying it's not a good deal i'm not trying to be negative here it's it's a fine for you, deal though for you yeah, yeah for you it just isn't no uh, because you, would, you want other stuff yeah yeah i mean even if i did the 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 baked and the the what you call it escargot is fifteen, yeah. and then I end up going with the shrimp deal. That's thirty five. We'll say it's thirty three ninety five. So now we're at fifty bucks, and if I get the dessert, it's fifty three, or sixty three, or you know sixty four. But the point is, they're yeah, not giving yeah. me a beer anyway. Yeah. Well, you might. You probably would be able to trade that for a beer. I would imagine. You might be able to, but I couldn't get the shrimp and scallops I wanted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or I couldn't no, get the flaming no. on. And me and Brenda would split a dessert, so we would each order ours, and it would be cheaper that way, too. Because we're not, yeah, yeah. you know, so, but it's not, I don't think it's a bad deal. This is one of the better deals on, on, on the property, I think. Yeah, and their prices weren't out, that out of control just uh, ordering a la carte, so. No. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like uh, that might have to make it onto uh, the plan. Especially with you if you got one of your coupons, John. Yeah, yeah, well, even just normally, I'd get 20% back, so. Yeah, so. that's not bad. And let's do uh, Monsieur Paul's just to see what the uh, prices are up there. Up at the upstairs. Uppity, uppity. Fancy place, yeah. Let's go there. And this was just updated in 2024, so February. Yeah. Uh, uh, starter cocktail, a mousse-bouche served with Monsieur Pearl's cocktail. And, uh, Doug, uh, these are, uh, you know, typical uh, highfalutin place, no prices. No, no, no. <laughs> what it is is notes. Upon reopening <clears throat> in October 2022, oh, meals okay. cost one ninety five plus tax and gratuity. The meal includes a starter, a cocktail, oh, okay. choice of one appetizer, one fish course, one meat course, and cheese course, and dessert course. Okay. So you get a lot with that. So, so you know what you're getting into here. Yes. All right. So on your fish courses, you get to choose for, you can choose a sea bass and puff pastry, a sauce Sharon, Montero Par style, 
That sounds good. Sea bass is always good. Snapper and potato scales with a thyme sauce. Oh, so we know where the chef from uh, the Flying Fish went to. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's what it sounds like, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, or seared scallops served with maple pumpkin velet. I've never had a maple pumpkin velet in my life. Have you? I don't believe I have. I I would probably go with the sea bass and puff pastry because I would like to try that. Or the seared scallops. It would be between those two. Yeah, it would be hard. I'd love all three of those. Yes. Yep. Well, I'll tell you straight up. Me and Brenda would eat the maple pumpkin. Yeah. (laughs) Me and Brenda would get each one different. She'd probably get the snapper, or she'd get the sea bass. I'd probably get the snapper or whatever, and we'd share. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that. The problem I would have with this, I think it would be worth the price if I could actually stuff all of it in me. Because I brought home half my meal last night. It was one fly. Of, uh, I had a... Uh, what you call it? Uh, now I'm losing my mind. I had the, the, the fish of the day, uh, the cod, which was incredible last night. So, But anyway, go ahead, John. Give me the meat course. Uh, meat course. You can choose from a rack of lamb roasted in a coquette. Curly green cabbage stuff with mushrooms and chestnuts and fresh thyme juices. Or you could have the center cut beef tenderloin grilled with porcini fricassee, mashed potatoes, mousseline, bourdais sauce, or the chicken fricassee with morel, oh, morels, rice pilaf with vegetables and black truffles. I have so no morels, so I'm going to go with the tenderloin. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's only chicken, but you do get morel mushrooms, which yeah. are very expensive, and yeah. black truffles, which are very expensive. Yes. So. I would probably go with the center cut tenderloin. I know that's what Lisa would get, but I'm getting that rack of lamb. So. Mm-hmm. I'd be staring dirty at you the whole time. Yeah, of course. And Brenda uh, would probably you... get the chicken francis. She, she's weird. Like when I do my flam mignon, she loves them, but my wife barely ever orders steak out. Huh. Barely ever, dude. She loves them here. She loves. She'll get one here and there, and she use. She'll like it when she does, but for the most part. I would talk. I would for the price here. I would talk her into getting that tenderloin. I'll tell you that straight up. Yeah, I mean, uh, I like the idea of the, the uh, morel mushrooms and the black truffles, but I just mm. can't get chicken out. So <laughs> we eat chicken too much at home. So mm. uh, let's see. Then you get the imported cheese plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a palate cleanser served with pear brandy and sorbet. Mm. Uh, a, a digestive served with an digestive cocktail assorted mini desserts and then you know if you want to go out big let's go ahead and add some caviar to our plate for 110 dollars yeah. uh flavor uh, you get some deronki caviar some baika caviar yeah we don't want Ooh, that now you do get appetizer in this dessert with this so I'm, yep I'm, uh, this sounds good too read the appetizers yeah a uh, main lobster salad served with passion fruit vinaigrette uh, or you can get the escargot cassolette with watercrest and potato emulsion or a saffron mussel soup mm. i would have to go with the lobster but that when 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 potatoes gets involved in anything it's hard for me to stay away <laughs> from that dude and it cracks me up Pop, robbie says he don't like he ain't a potato fan how are you not a potato fan dude that's kind of like saying you're not a bread fan. I mean, Except they don't have taste. I mean, I gotta yeah, go cook well, for him. 
but but that's that's the joy of a potato. You can you can uh, take other things and you you in, in, embellish it. You make it taste uh, all these different ways. Uh, Dude, yeah. potatoes. I mean, I don't. I, I, it hurts my heart to when somebody don't like <laughs> potatoes, dude. Uh, uh, I, I would definitely be going with the lobster tail, probably. That would be close, though, because the escargot with the potato emulsion looks really good. The saffron yeah. mussel soup, nah. You'd probably go for that, but if I got that saffron mussel soup again, I better have a big piece of French bread to go with it. Yeah, 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 I'd get the escargot. Yeah. Uh, let's see, dessert. Chocolate almond cake, chocolate cream, hazelnut biscuit, chocolate ice cream, warm chocolate cognac sauce. There's some chocolate in that, John. Yes, there is. A thin apple tart with almond cream. Hmm. Or a meringue. Vanilla ice cream, raspberry sorbet, vanilla chantilly, or raspberry with a raspberry coolie. So. I probably have to go with the thin apple art, as it says here. It was supposed to say tart, but it says art. Thin apple art with almond thin cream. Thin apple art. Yeah, but after eating all that, probably the only thing I could try to take a taste of would be that tart. <laughs> I'd be too full for all the almond cake and all, even though the almond cake would probably be my, the one I would like out of the three. It looks the best. It would probably be my choice, but I, I don't know where I'd put it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. After a fish course and a, a meat course, man, you're going to be pretty stuffed. So. And the appetizers and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have to get out your fancy clothes to eat here. So. Yeah. Well, I would. I look good in them, so I don't. I like dressing up once in a while, John. Oh, good for you. Yeah, we got some more updates here. We got to do. We got Tapanito updated, uh, Katsura Grill updated in January. All these of uh, Mexican Pavilion, the, the St. Angelo's updated in January. La Cava Tequila updated. The other St. Angelo's. We got a lot of updates here, John. Yeah. Akershus Banquet Hall. They updated in February. Rose and Crown updated February 2024, John. Well, we got work to do. Yes, we do. We got a bunch of updates here. So, and the Animal Kingdom, dude, everything in Africa updated in the beginning of this year. Uh, Asia, didn't not much. Discovery Island, you got Eight Spoons Cafe and. Pizza Fari, not major updates there. Hollywood Studios, the commissary updated. I enjoy, dude, I'll tell you what, we were there with Tommy and uh Judith and we ate lunch there that day. I those tacos were so damn good, dude. I love the ABC commissary. I don't know if we were right there. It seems like we went in there one time and it was very crowded, so we went somewhere else. So, yeah, I don't think I've ever eaten there. Yeah, it's, it's probably my third favorite place in Hollywood Studios. Uh, Brown Derby, uh, 50s Primetime, and then there. Okay. You know. And I've eaten there probably the most ABC commissary because, you know, it's a walk-up. You know, you can go in when you want. So, I, I've i never had a bad meal in there. I will say, dude, it's so weird. I have the, you know, Disney always playing. Right now, ABC Commissary is on in the background. They're going through restaurants. That was crazy. Now they skipped on, but they're doing counter service restaurants. So, yeah. no, ABC Commissary is. I've I've enjoyed the the tacos, all the meals, the hamburgers, and all I've ever gotten there has been very good. So, I highly recommend it. So, 
What are you going to do, John? I'm going to watch uh, some TV and work out in the shop today. What are you up to? Uh, uh, Lisa's repainted my man cave area downstairs, so I'm working through some of my collectibles and trying to pare a lot of that down. To, but she's got some new shelves up for me and stuff like that, so I'm going to be trying to pare down my, my junk to put it out correctly. <laughs> so yeah. I've got way too much. Oh. I told you I'm building closets upstairs because we got too much junk, John. Yeah, no. yeah. We are we are a society that collects and doesn't like to get rid of stuff. So. No, dude. I, I, I've always had that problem though. So. I'm a sentimental sucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I have I have stupid shirts that are 24. Well, I got one shirt that's exactly almost uh, 24 years old because it was the shirt that I was wearing when JJ was born. So, yeah. You know, you have to keep that, right? So. Dude. I got Philly shirts that my mom gave me when she passed away that year. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Literally, I put them on, you could see through them. <laughs> They're that thin from washing them so many times yeah, over the years. Yeah. But I can't go. Dude, I could hold. I am so. Brent, Toy Story ruined me because me and Brenda, you know, I get that whole everything has a feeling crap sometimes. You know what I'm talking I get, But yeah. I could talk myself into if I keep it in my hand long enough, keeping it. So when I'm throwing stuff, it has to go immediately in the trash because if I hold it too long, I could come up with a reason not to throw it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pathetic. And my tools, dude, it, it's it's so crazy the way they have to be organized and kept. And I, I'm a nut job. But I got to hang some more shelves here in my office for my Disney collectibles because I don't like the shelves being over full with stuff. Yeah, that's my problem. Is I get so much cool stuff that I want to, I want to put it all out. But then it takes away from looking at it if you can't see it because you got so much other junk there. You know what I mean? And the other problem with it is that I've learned over the years, when you have too much junk on a spot, it makes it more. It 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 stops you from cleaning it more often because oh, it's yeah, more of a hassle. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you got five things on the shelf. You can move five things yeah. and dust it off or polish the shelf. But you got fifteen. Oh, and it's getting to be a pain in the butt. Yeah, well, now it has to become a project, not just a quick cleaning. So yeah. Yeah. that's how yeah. I kind of stage down the room so everything in it can be wiped up pretty quick. You know, half hour I can clean this room good. You know, instead of moving, take me a half hour just to move everything. But right. Anyhow, I hope you feel better, brother. I appreciate it. So, yeah, as soon as I get this tooth taken care of on Tuesday, I'm sure I'll feel a lot better. So. No. Well, I'm be rooting for you, buddy, and we're going to end the show here. Everybody, please be kind to one another. Everybody, what do you want them to do, John, when they finally do get on your bus? Fold your stroller and please don't yell at me if you don't have a seat to sit on. It's not my fault. <laughs> I don't buy the buses. <laughs> uh, don't you? You got to love it, dude. But anyway, everybody be good, and we will talk to you real soon. And thanks for being a friend of our little show. Say goodbye, John. Bye, folks. Have a great week. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street, and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.